0: Yeah, so you want to, which team do you want to start out with first?
1: Hawks. Yeah, I guess let's start out with the Hawks. And I guess we'll start out as we always do by just giving a brief rundown of their financial situation. The Hawks, after they make the uh, sixth overall pick in this NBA draft, will have nine rostered players. And to fill those six additional roster slots, they will have an NBA high $43 million of cap space to work with. So no way yep so the atlanta wants
0: to play there man
1: yeah the atlanta hawks have a very intriguing offseason ahead another big storyline to watch in addition to the draft pick and the cap space is john collins becoming extension eligible and um a lot of pressure coming from hawks management to compete this year i do definitely think the hawks are going to be in the mix for that um that eighth seed in the east so should be yes, interesting sir. to see what direction they choose to take things these this offseason
0: yeah clink capella dude he's a stud john collins is nice too isn't he yeah i think so i'm gonna give something in the chat for that yes sir jeff teague he's the wait did they resign him or something no yeah he's what? Always... why is he on there what's going on well that's <laughs> clapping
1: He's just on there for his cap hold. He expired this off season.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Because didn't you say something about that, Jan? Yeah. Where is he now? What? Where is Jeff now? He's
1: a free agent,
0: but oh, he hasn't signed with anybody. No, nobody signed with anybody
1: yet because free agency hasn't started. But, when does it start? Uh, they haven't decided yet. But usually, it's like a week after the draft. But as a draft. The draft is next Wednesday. so I Okay. So, I bet free agency will start on, I don't know, probably the 21st or 22nd. Wait,
0: are we talking like this Wednesday or like the Wednesday after? The Wednesday after this ah, Wednesday. Okay, okay, okay. The 18th. Yeah. So, why can't guys just do it whenever they want? You mean like signs? Yeah. Why well, does it have to be a specific time? Once you're... Is that yeah. just like when they their contract or whatever allows for it or when like, the team releases them officially?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. The contract doesn't expire until the season's over and the 2019-2020 season still hasn't technically ended yet. So free agency hasn't What does that started. say? Who did you vote for, Tana?
0: Joey Butter. <laughs> All right. Yeah, all oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. It's like a stress has been really like, dude, it was so crazy. So mm, yeah, I love all the memes and stuff. Um, uh, bro, it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the Star Wars one I put on my store? <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was funny. funny. <laughs> Did you see that one? Oh man, I think it was Bianca that sent it. It was like a TikTok about. It was, like, this weird guy that kind of looked like Trump, like, walking down, like, the middle of a street or whatever. And, like, they are like, this is what Trump's going to look like walking home from the... Office. I'm scared. Uh, what no, if I'm he scared doesn't, too. What if he doesn't want to leave, though? Oh, he doesn't, bro. It's I'm scared, too, bro. And, all you know, it's, you know, it's also kind of hilarious if we were talking about this last time. Sorry, we got to get... Jonah's going to want to get us back on track. But <laughs> it's a, it's a thing, say. though, like, like why, did, why do people... Why is voter fraud not a thing in two thousand and sixteen, but all of a sudden people I know about it in twenty twenty and the the thing is like miscounts happen there's margin for error. it's humans counting these votes that's millions it's kind of, of, of mind boggling to me is yeah, there's literal people doing I know right this. that's crazy, but like the margin of error is like in the hundreds. It's not in the tens of thousands, bro <laughs> I know when you're getting blown out by twenty thousand votes, yes this is bro. bro. And there's a 4 million separation by the popular vote. And it's just like, bro, come on, bro. I know. It's hilarious how everybody wants to get rid of the electoral college when it doesn't work in your favor. I know. For <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah for but, sure. Yeah. All right. So we're talking about the Hawks right now, right?
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. We're that's talking right. about the Hawks. <laughs> and I thought the way we could do this is to sort of start in chronological order, meaning discussing the draft first. Because I actually think the Atlanta Hawks, are going to have a lot of options. What'd what, you say
0: they have sixth?
1: Yeah, they have the sixth overall pick in the draft. And mm-hmm. rumor has it that Atlanta is hoping to move out of this pick. And okay, a, a veteran presence that they definitely
0: help, need to do that. It would be ridiculous to draft another young
1: Blair. Yeah, veteran that can help them move towards their goal of being
0: a competitive team this year. And they can put the money down. Yeah. Yeah, they can. Yes, Holy oh, moly, yes, I'm interesting Man. to see who you think is going to go there, Jonah, for free agency. Yeah, well, they or, can
1: they can give anybody they want because no, they, no. That,
0: I'm interested to see the people who you pick for to go there. Okay. They're gonna they're gonna have to give out the bag if they want to yeah. get somebody nice. Yeah, yeah. Good I thing think they, they have should get space. somebody nice because I want to see Trey Young with another good player. Mm-hmm. I mean, Clint Capella is raw. You know what I mean, though. Like I do think Clint, Clint Capel really good, but Rockets, the Rockets missed out, dude. Is there, anyways? Who do you who do you see them? How do you see the draft thing playing out, Jonah?
1: Right. So there are actually two players who I think make a lot of sense on the Hawks, and could potentially be available at number six, and that's Isaac Acora and Tyrese Halliburton, mm-hmm. whom we have talked about. <laughs> we deserve yes Halliburton. Time.
0: Tyler burns
1: And Halliburton is a guy who I think will probably get, or he's the guy who I picked to go to the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Um. And Isaac Okora is a guy who I picked to go number five to the Cleveland Cavaliers. But yeah. I think chances are maybe one of these two guys can be available at number six for the Hawks. And if that is the case, I definitely think they should pounce on that. But if not, I actually came up with a few trades for the Hawks, all three of which involve trading down, so not trading out of the draft. And so I'll just run run through these three, and you guys can give some feedback. The first one is with the Suns. The Suns are a team that have been reported that they want to move up in the draft and hopefully get Killian Hayes.
0: What pick do they have right now?
1: Right now they're at number 10. Okay. And so this would be moving up four spots, and to do that, they would give the Atlanta Hawks Kelly Oubre.
0: Kelly, wait, what's Oubre. we talking for Atlanta? Ooh, I don't know if he's going to Atlanta, bro. I mean, he's low-key wiped up now. I mean, not officially, but he might not be like. Who's his wife? L.A. Oubre, you feel me? Like he's never was in L.A., but like I could have seen him going there, but yeah. So <laughs> no, I don't I think he's married. in Portland. I.
1: Are we ready for the next
0: one? I'd love to see him. No, we're not. I'd love to see him in Portland. But I feel like he either wants to be like the guy who's like in this culture, you know, on the grind with Devin Booker and those guys like, yeah, we were undefeated in the bubble. Like, Valley Burke. Or, or go to a big market. I feel like that's Kelly Oubre's future. New York Knicks yeah. just sell out. Yeah,
1: Atlanta. Atlanta's kind of a big-ish market, I feel like. It's at least like a cultural hub of America.
0: Yeah, that's facts. It's, that's facts. It's, it's just definitely like, bigger than some other places. That's for sure. And Atlanta is—I don't know. I mean, have you ever has you ever been to Atlanta? No, I haven't. But they I love Atlanta. Wait, oh, you—you've been there, Jonah?
1: Yeah, it's sick. college football Hall
0: of Fame. Oh, that's sick! You dude. went to Atlanta? That's dope, bro. Yeah, I would like to go. There. When'd you go?
1: A few, two or three years ago. Three that's- or four years ago. Why?
0: That's why'd awful. you go?
1: We just went to a bunch, We went on a road trip
0: around the U.S. And oh, we, that's dope. Yeah. Okay. Is that when you wanted I to guess. get the Cleveland Browns jersey and your parents didn't let you? The
1: Redskins
0: or the Redskins? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, boy. Yeah, is count. the Cleveland Brown like? Is that that's not? Why did I even say that? The, that's not really controversial, huh? No. What even does that represent? I have no idea. I have no idea either bro has been suggested as being controversial is the portland trailblazers really i've i saw someone say that how i don't remember how though why like because trailblazer that refers to doesn't that that refers to like the oregon trail right well yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think so yeah oregon trail oh yeah Yeah. it does
1: and because we kind of like kicked the indians
0: out oh right 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 Yeah. yeah
1: Okay, I can kind of see that. That's a bit of a reach, though. Yeah,
0: I, mean, I don't see it. it. It's but, a lot different than like the Redskins and stuff.
1: Yeah. Anyway, sure. the next idea I had involves a player named Onyeka Akangwu, who
0: oh I like that guy, I,
1: what? I know you're talking about. Yeah. USC. Yeah, USC. So Onyeka is a guy who I actually would have loved, like loved, loved, loved for Atlanta had they not made the Capella trade and gotten their center that way. So at this point, I don't really think Onyeka Okungwu makes sense on the Hawks, but a team who has apparently really been coveting Onyeka is the Washington Wizards, who sit currently at the ninth pick. So if the Wizards were to move up three spots, I thought maybe they could give the Atlanta Hawks Troy Brown Jr., who would be a pretty good fit on this Atlanta team. Never heard of him. What's his name? Troy Brown Jr. Yeah, so in addition to the fantastic education Troy Brown got at the University of Oregon, I think, <laughs> I think <laughs> he could give some good like, defense to this Hawks team who have like desperately needed defense the past couple of years. And he's like a sneaky on-ball guy, too. Like, he's not the best shooter in the world, but he um, he's sort of like DeAndre Bimbry. He would play a similar role to the role DeAndre Bimbry played this year on the Hawks, except I think he's a lot better than that. So I definitely think that's something the Hawks could look into. The last one is with the Pistons. And the Pistons, I don't think it's any secret. They want either Killian Hayes or Tyrese Halliburton. And they currently have the seventh pick. So this would just be like a one-pick um, transaction. Like, they'd be moving up one pick. And they could give the Hawks Svi Makayek.
0: That's a mystery man to me. Svi Makayek. Oh, didn't we talk about him last time? Yeah, when we
1: talked about the Pistons. I yeah. Mentioned him. Svi is... One of the better shooters in the NBA. Like he's no um Duncan Robinson or JJ Reddick, but he is a 40% guy. And so the Hawks, who are probably, aside from Trey Young, the worst three-point shooting team in the league. I definitely think that svi would make a lot of sense. Maybe you worry he overlaps a little bit with Kevin Herter, but as like a second unit guy, and you're only moving down one pick, I think that could be worthwhile for Atlanta. So those were the three trades. I could come up with for moving down, moving out of the draft is a whole different proposition for me because sure, there are definitely like players available who could help this Atlanta Hawks team. But it's one of those things where there aren't a whole lot of players who it's worth just straight giving up <laughs> the number six pick four. Mm-hmm. And most of those guys aren't available because they're like pretty good. So Um, and in addition to that, a lot of the players who you possibly could trade into the Hawks cap space are, um, older guys, like some guys who I thought could be kind of cool fits were like maybe Gordon Hayward or Tobias Harris, or maybe even DeMar DeRozan, but all those guys are pretty old and I don't necessarily think it makes sense to mess up the Hawks timeline
0: that much. Yeah. And spend your money oh, on shoot. someone that might not be there for a while. Yeah, they need someone who's going to be around. Yes, they're so Vince young. Carter, longevity. Uh, that's true. He'll probably live be back like another what twenty years. Is Vince Carter retired now? Like, is those, he, yeah. he's yeah. done now?
1: Yeah. Yes. The one guy who I kind of thought of who falls into that sweet spot of being young, being worth trading the number six overall pick for
0: Cam Reddish.
1: Cam Reddish, no, that somebody who's not already on their team. <laughs> and I was thinking, if the Spurs were possibly willing to part ways with Derek White, I think. Oh,
0: dude, I can't stand that guy, dude. He looks like the baby Snapchat filter. <laughs> <laughs> Look him up, Cal. You know who what he looks like? I think I do. Dude, are, I do are you picturing the baby Snapchat filter? Because then you do know what he looks like. You anyways know. he's pretty good though he's pretty good he yeah. good fit
1: he'd be, a, he'd be a good fit on this hawks team too um he would add to their shooting he could oh my god he's so cute. he could be a really, <laughs> he could be a good like p o a defender next to trey young which i think is something the hawks have gotta be looking at very closely um so yeah I definitely think derek white checks a lot of boxes for um what this hawks team needs.
0: He's a pretty good like um, bucket getter too, right? Like ISO guy. Yeah,
1: be. for sure. One of the things that like he hadn't really started shooting and or shooting at a great level until the end of this 2019-2020 season. So before that, like, yeah, a lot of his role was like slashing. He's super athletic. So he's like a really good finisher at the rim. Yeah. And so, yeah, Derek White is definitely a guy who can come onto this Hawks team and like probably average – like between 15 and 20 points per game and play. Yeah,
0: really that's facts.
1: Defense. So
0: that would be a good fit.
1: Yeah. I don't know if San Antonio wants to move on from Derek white. Like, yeah. Cause especially after the performance he had in the bubble, but if they did it and, and if they were willing to take the number six pick, I would definitely think hard about that. If I were Atlanta.
0: Yep. I agree with that. What do you guys think of cam reddish?
1: Uh, he kind of had a roller coaster of a season he was awful in the first half and then he was like a 40% three point shooter who was one of the better wing defenders in the league for the second half so I, yeah. think, I think he has I think I think he's probably somewhere between those two versions of Cam Radish, but I definitely think he's a valuable prospect
0: yeah often. I think he can be a good role player 3 and D guy he's athletic mm-hmm what no nothing that whole sentence just sounded like a blur <laughs> <laughs> yeah I did i could hear that when it came out it's kind of cool i was looking smooth i could be like a talk show guy cam reddish man like asmr <laughs> asmr podcast i think do they have those i think cam reddish would make a good addition <laughs> yes Oh, but, wait, no, he's already on the team. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, he's already on. The, when you said, like, trade, like, they wouldn't trade him away. That's why I said him is like a young guy that you would trade away, maybe to get someone else, but you'd probably keep him.
1: Yeah, I definitely think you keep Cam Reddish.
0: He looks hella good, dude. Like, that Duke team. <sighs> Who knocked them out of the tourney? Wasn't it Michigan State? I have no idea, but. Yeah, dude. Who do you think? You think, obviously, Zion's the better of the three that came out of Duke, but do you think that R.J. Barrett's probably going to end up being the worst between him and Cam?
1: Uh, Possibly, but it's just hard to tell based off how bad the Knicks were last year. I don't think R.J. was in a position to succeed, whereas I definitely think Cam had a much better um, situation where he could like showcase his skills. So I,
0: I think RJ will end up being better than Cam personally.
1: Yeah, I think I think we <laughs> can definitely make that case. So, do either of you guys have any last thoughts about the hawks?
0: I no. actually I have something unrelated. Do you guys use the gallery view on here where you see yeah. everyone same size, same time? Yeah, yeah, yeah dude, well, it's my first time using it, it's lit. Well, yeah, I use that usually. I used to use that for every podcast, but now I just do the one where it rotates between whoever's making noise. Okay, so then yeah. it's easier to make a thumbnail for B Comp. And it also oh, kind of so your media manager, I didn't even realize it honestly looks better. I feel like with a full screen when someone's talking, I wish yes, we could do it where there's a lot you of could, dead space. I wish you could, yeah, I know. I wish you could do it where, because obviously it's super hard, but how you could do like simultaneous cams. You know, on ESPN when they're doing one, you can see both people talking. That'd be cool. That'd be clean, bro. Freaking fire right there. You just FaceTime and screen record it? I don't know how that would work, though, with the QuickTime and (laughs) recording audio, though. I thought that's how it would work before, but I don't think so. But yeah, the the Hawks were they. What was their record, and can they make a run next year? They won like twenty games. Uh, I don't know, but maybe yeah, they were one of the worst teams in the
1: league. But I definitely think they can make a run this year, and I'll actually use this as sort of a jumping off point into free agency, just looking at some of the Hawks' shortcomings and how they can address that in free agency. So. They, act, they have some solid talent, like Trey Young. I think he's already one of That's the... That's your boy. Yeah, he's one of the better point guards in the NBA. But what really killed
0: them... He's one of the better point guards on the Hawks, I would say. Mm-hmm. Are, you not I? A big, are you not a big Trey Young guy? <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a Trey Young hater. I feel like you hate on a lot of guys that aren't on the Trailblazers. I tend to dislike players that aren't on the Trailblazers. That's how I feel about the... NFL. Jonah's There's no more Jonah's There's more no Blazers, NFL team. What? There's no Trailblazers NFL team. But. Yep. Sick. I'm just saying Anyways. make a comparison between your love <laughs> for the Blazers and my love for the 49ers. San Francisco 49er baby. Colin Kaepernick getting it done this year. That's a Tim yes, Tebow. Sir. That's Tim Tebow. Yeah, Tim Tebow. I remember that when I was like seven people used to do that. <laughs> touchdown baby <laughs> i don't know why i just did that it was more it was more like a knee when you're sitting down you just oh i feel that yeah jonah okay all right who are the free agent prospects yeah you know for did atlanta you, you know you only said old guys that they would pick up who is on your list Jonah? were you about to right. skip that and just move straight no he literally just he literally just segued into it we just interrupted him oh Yeah. So
1: for the Hawks, their biggest shortcoming last year, I actually thought were the minutes where Trey young was not on the floor. Cause I want to say the Hawks had a top 15 offense with Trey young. Like they, when he's on the floor, they play well, even though they had no shooting around him, the center position for the Hawks was an absolute carousel. So we never really developed any sort of pick and roll chemistry with one guy but they still somehow managed uh, above average offense. When Trey Young was off the floor and the ball was left in the hands of either Kevin Herter or DeAndre Bimbury or Evan Turner, that offense went from an above average NBA offense to the worst offense <laughs> in the NBA. And it wasn't even close. And they were able to address that need at the trade deadline by bringing in Jeff Teague, who sort of, even though Jeff Teague is far from one of the NBA's better point guards, just having like a capable adult on the court who could (laughs) run point kind of stopped the bleeding and the um, Hawks offense without Trey Young's um, some sort of respectability. And so I definitely think backup point guard, whether that's retaining Jeff Teague or bringing in an outside hire, I think that's going to be something the Hawks have to put, atop their priority list. Another big issue for the Hawks was just a lack of shooting. Like Trey Young, there's no reason why Trey Young shouldn't lead the NBA in assists next year. They just need to surround him with guys who can make open threes. Like I brought up earlier, take away Trey Young and the Hawks are probably the worst three-point shooting team in the NBA. That's partly due to DeAndre Hunter below average all season. Cam Reddish eventually brought his average up, but was an absolute tire fire to start. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's go tire fire.
1: DeAndre Bembry could not hit anything. John Collins actually improved his three point shooting to I want to say around thirty seven percent, but he faced a twenty five game suspension, which kept him out almost half the season. Why did um, he get suspended? Drugs.
0: Oh man, what's got drugs a you know? Is Locked it marijuana? Up. No,
1: it was like some performance enhancing. Charm. Oh, we
0: got PEDs going on over here. Is yes, there? Okay, so that's one no wonder he was the nice. three ball was going down. I yeah. So
1: that, anyway, the Hawks <laughs> were able to solve the uh, center position, which by which they did at the trade deadline by bringing in Clint Capella and Dwayne Dedman and Scalabissier. So Scala So they got that. They were able to solve the backup point guard for the time being by bringing in Jeff T but they could which
0: I say keep him I say keep Jeff Teague.
1: yeah I would probably have to agree with that so that I
0: feel like he's a good enough I he's good enough to like it's not really worth it to try to explore other people I feel like
1: yeah and so that brings the biggest need for this offseason to be shooting and sort of depth at the wing and so the number one guy who I had for this Hawks team, this might be a bit of an unpopular opinion because the Hawks have had one of the worst defenses in the league for the past few years. And this guy does not exactly have a reputation as a defensive stopper, but what about Davis Bertans in a Hawks uniform?
0: Who? I don't know that much about him. Where where does he play right now?
1: He plays for the wizards and they, I was
0: expecting a decently big name. Da- da-
1: yeah, me too. <laughs> Davis Bertans is probably going to be one of the higher paid free agents this offseason. But anyway, they call Really? What's his name? Dude, I feel like if he was a big name, I would probably know about him. Davis Bertans. I've
0: heard the Bertans? name.
1: Oh, wait. I've, I've,
0: I think I, yeah. I, that na- last name sounds familiar. He
1: was in the three point shooting
0: contest.
1: Um, and for good reason. Like they call him the Latvian laser.
0: Oh, this guy. Oh, this oh. guy's such a freaking bum in terms of freaking looks, physical appearance, bro. He looks like a bobblehead. Just so picture 42% three-point
1: per percentage coming That's from scary. a guy who can play power forward or center. Pretty much unlimited range. Like He can back it up into like the 32, 33, 34 feet. I definitely think that he could just add a whole new element to this Atlanta Hawks offense. Um. Yeah, just the floor spacing, shooting he'd provide. Like, imagine that degree of floor spacing when you're running a Trey Young or Clint Capella um, pick and roll. I honestly that would think be dangerous. Add, add Davis Bertans, and you're pretty much guaranteeing this Hawks team has a top seven offense in the NBA. In a, <laughs> in a similar vein, a guy who I actually think is better than Davis Bertans, but also, a guy who I probably wouldn't pursue too hard just because of his age, kind of conflicting with the rest of this Hawks roster is Danilo Gallinari. Uh
0: uh-uh, uh, he's off limits, baby. <laughs> he's
1: off limits. Have the Blazers already staked their claim on him? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, any, anyway, I think for a lot of the reasons I mentioned with Breton's, Gallo could be a good fit with this Hawks team. Well yeah, he'd be a great fit from a basketball perspective. Mm-hmm. I think like he's much older than free agents I'd be looking at if I were them. I'd Dude, be... how old is he? Um, I think he's What's... like 33 or 34.
0: What's the t- He's 32. Oh. That's way older than I thought. I didn't realize. Is Hawks defense better with Treyang on the court or without him? Oh, he is a defensive nightmare. Yeah, he's probably one of the worst defenders in the league. Hopefully he, maybe he can pull a Steph Curry and kind of like just get like quick hands and like run fast. Like be it. And I, Didn't Steph lead the league in steals one year? Yeah. I
1: think though this is kind of my sort of um, under the radar like opinion going forward. I think that bad defenders are sort of going to become less like taboo and less frowned <laughs> upon. And I think a lot of that is due to like the rise in the use of zone defense. So you saw, like, the Miami Heat play two pretty poor defenders at the same time in Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, and they still had one of the best defenses in the NBA because they could just hide those two guys in the corner of the 2-3 zone where they're not asked to do that much. And, And if they surrounded them with three really good defenders, like, they wouldn't get burned. And then to a lesser extent, Stephen Curry, who you guys brought up, Not the best defender, but since Golden State does so much switching, they can like do backdoor switches and scram switches and pretty much ensure that Stephen Curry's never or very rarely going to be guarding the ball handler. So I definitely think that, especially considering he's a point guard, having Trey Young be a bad defender isn't going to be an overwhelming handicap to the Atlanta Hawks.
0: Yeah, I think it's manageable, especially like you were saying in today's league. Yeah. It's not as big a deal as who would have been. It's hey, Shannon. Yeah. Hey, Shannon. Who has the only triple double without points? Draymond Green. That oh, yeah, just shows man. you how bad he is, bro. Not, imagine being an NBA <laughs> player and not being able to score 10 points. Yeah. Could you imagine if you got a quadruple double? God. Yeah, who's, the, who's the only NBA player with a five by five?
1: Nurkic. No yes, yeah,
0: sir. What's that mean? Well, it's
1: really a double double five by five, right?
0: Yeah. What does that mean? Five or more in five categories. And he had double digits points and rebounds. Yeah. Hmm.
1: All right. So I think the dream scenario for the Atlanta Hawks is a guy
0: that's impressive. Wait. So that means he had five steals, five blocks, and then however many boards, and then boards, points, and assists. Dang. From a center? When? When? Before he got hurt? Yeah. Oh. Dang. He's only played like five games, bro. Chill. Hmm? He's only played like five games since he got hurt. Chill. Mm. Anyways, what are you saying, John?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, the (laughs) free agent on the market that Atlanta would probably want to have the most is a guy who we're going to talk about a lot when we get to the Pelicans. And a guy who's probably going to be off limits because he's restricted, and that's Brandon Ingram. I just think Brandon Ingram would fit so nicely on this Hawks team, but there's no way the pills let him go. No, but that would be nasty, though. Yeah, so I think it's probably best to forget about him for
0: Atlanta. Another guy who's good fit on Atlanta because he already looks kind of like a rapper, you know.
1: It could be harder to get, and this is because he has a player option worth about $16 million that I think most people assume he's going to opt into. But if he does hit the open market, Evan Fournier could be a guy the Hawks look at.
0: Yeah, that's facts. We talked about this man last time. No? Who do we talk about him for? Milwaukee? Uh, did we talk about him for the Pistons? I think so. No, or... I was there. So maybe you didn't, but I think we talked about him from Milwaukee too.
1: Oh yeah, as a trade candidate, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this would be, I guess, if he opts at, opts out of that player option as sort of a guy the Hawks look at in free agency. I think he would solve a lot of their shooting problems, and he could be a secondary ball handler next to Trey Young. Yeah, for sure. The next guy I had on my list is somebody who. I would not advise the Hawks to chase after. And that's just because I think they're going to have to overpay him to pry him away from the Denver Nuggets. That's Jeremy Grant.
0: Yeah, there's no way they get him. Where's he
1: going? I think he's going to go back to Denver.
0: Yeah,
1: He's definitely a candidate to get overpaid based on um, people thinking he did really well in the playoffs, which he was pretty good in the playoffs. But I think he's going to end up making like probably between 15 16 17 million dollars and I think that might be a bit of a reach for Jeremy Grant
0: remember I, when we, remember when we paid Alan Crabb 18. million dollars yeah yep that's didn't, a sore subject
1: didn't the nets like make an offer sheet on him and then we bailed the nets out by matching it.
0: Maybe, yeah. yeah.
1: So. And then we eventually traded him to the Nets. So yeah. Cool. So anyway, those are kind of the big name free agents I had for the Hawks and the rest of these guys. I'll move through them a little bit more quickly. They're sort of guys who I think make sense in a backup role. The first one, like we talked about, Jeff Teague. he's has a lot of equity with the Hawks. He was there in their sort of glory days with Al Horford and Paul Millsap. Paul
0: Millsap. Yeah. Kyle Korver.
1: Kyle Carver was awesome. And
0: four all stars, bro.
1: Yeah. And he's not the best like point guard in the league anymore, but I think as sort of like a backup caretaker point guard. Who's sort of a pass first guy. I think he could make sense to bring back another, another guy like um, Jeff Teague, who I actually maybe like a little bit more just from a basketball standpoint is Brad Wanamaker.
0: Word. Yeah. The Celtics.
1: Good, good passer, good defense. I actually think, unlike Teague, Wanamaker might make a little bit more sense to play alongside Trey Young because we saw Brad Wanamaker play alongside Kimball Walker and that worked out pretty well for the Celtics. So,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: A guy I would take a look at. Another guy who could play next to Trey Young and sort of um, moved into a bit of a combo guard role this year as he revived his career in Orlando. Michael Carter
0: Williams. Did he have a pretty good year this last year? Sweet. Yeah. yeah. The- Michael Carter Williams is in Orlando. I thought that was freaking. No, it is him. Never mind.
1: Yeah. So Michael <laughs> Carter Williams probably had his best season since he won rookie of the year. His defense, I thought, is. That's
0: so
1: funny. That he won rookie of the year.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then he was trash after that.
1: Yeah. Wait, he,
0: he was per- an orange, right? Syracuse. I don't know. You don't know Michael Carter. He was a yo mama. Wait, we at the end of this, we have to sh- just absolutely shell Jonah with um, trivia questions.
1: <laughs> so anyway, I think Michael Carter Williams would be a good pickup, both because of his defense and because I do think it makes sense to bring in a backup point guard who is more pass first, because he'll probably be playing alongside guys like Kevin Herter and Cam Reddish who are both guys who sort of like to get up shots. And I think we saw Jeff Teague play well alongside those guys. And so we kind of know what the template is for a backup point guard. I think people who listen to this podcast regularly know who the next guy I'm going to say is because it's a guy who I think I've brought up for 90% of the teams we've previewed so far. Let me guess who it is. I don't know who it is. Justin Holiday.
0: Uh, I should have known that. Yeah,
1: I'm a big Justin Holiday fan. I think he's one of the most underrated players in the league. Elite shooter, great team defender. I definitely think he makes sense on every team in the NBA. And therefore, I think he's a guy the Hawks should take a look at.
0: As next- an NBA team.
1: That Yeah. They, they fit the profile. Yeah. The next player I took a look at is a guy here I think would kind of take the Hawks backup unit in a different direction from what I described with like a Jeff Teague or a Brad Wanamaker type of point guard. This would be a guy who would kind of come out and look for his own shot. And that's valuable because like i said before, the Hawks had the worst offense in the NBA when Jeff Teague was off or when Trey Young and Jeff Teague were not on the floor. And with this guy on the floor, you know, you're going to, get baskets even if you're not the most efficient most beautiful offense you're gonna be able to get baskets on some of your possessions and that's jordan clarkson
0: yes sir i like jordan clarkson i think he's a bucket.
1: yeah i think i don't know how much sense he makes on this hawks team he would give them some more shooting and i think the main thing is he's just kind of like that safe bet because like you don't really have to construct that great of a team or that great of a unit around him you just have to put him on the floor and he'll get you some baskets but i think the hawks could probably do a little bit better in terms of team building the next guy i had is sort of in that similar vein more of a shooter score first point guard bryn forbes who bryn forbes dude i don't know any of these guys i don't know what that is from the san antonio spurs and he's he's a solid defender. People underrate his defense because he's sort of smaller, but he's a strong guy who I think can at least compete at an NBA level. Uh, elite knockdown shooter, fine passer. Really the only knock on him is that he's probably the worst player in the entire NBA at scoring inside of the three point arc, but
0: <laughs> not as bad um, as
1: a Russell Westbrook. <laughs> But
0: I mean, Oh, we have to do top five worst NBA players, and they have to be starters. Okay.
1: But I mean, Bryn Forbes is a guy who I'll take a look at. The last guy <laughs> is sort of, I just feel kind of li- ob- obliged to include this guy, just because he's a young player who is somewhat um, in demand this offseason, and that's Derek Jones Jr. I don't really think he makes sense on the Hawks. And
0: no, I don't really
1: think they should go after him. I just think the overlap with John Collins. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I just thought I'd bring him up. Any thoughts on any free agent targets? How much did he Derek Jones play? Not he, a lot, yeah, especially not in the playoffs. They didn't yeah. really trust him in the playoffs in the regular season. I bet he was getting um in the teens in terms of like minutes per game.
0: Mm. Yeah Were you going to say something Shannon? Unchanning. No. Unchanning. Yeah <laughs> So the last Point I wanted to hit on
1: for The Atlanta Hawks is John Collins who is extension Eligible this season. John Collins has said On numerous occasions that he Considers himself to be a max player And Oof. so we're going to find out If the Atlanta front office Agrees with him
0: I'm trying to see the stats hold up.
1: He was actually one of three NBA players this year who averaged 20 points and 10 rebounds. It was him.
0: Okay, so yeah.
1: And he did it on decent efficiency too. He's got good chemistry with Trey Young as sort of a lob threat. I think defense is where it
0: really starts to fall apart for me. You went to Cardinal Newman? Uh, Oh, that's not the right one though. Yeah, he went to college at Wake Forest. Yeah. Cool. Okay, he's kind of got the stats, man. I don't know, 20 points per game. And what do you what do you you what do you want to do with this guy? So the thing we want to get him out the league. The thing that we usually talk
1: about in terms of extending free agents is I think a useful way to look at it is their cap hold. And so Basically, what a cap hold is, is how much money he will sort of take up on their sheets before they sign him in 2021. So, for example, his cap hold is $12.4 million. And once they sign him, say, to a $20 million deal, that will eat up $8 million of their cap space because $8 million is the difference. And the reason that that's important is because like, say you went into the off season with a max slot and you signed John Collins to a $20 million deal that takes $8 million away from your cap room. And maybe you don't have that max slot anymore. So that would be the reason to wait and not extend them is because you get a cap hold that's lower than what his extension price would be. However, we do talk about this with teams who are going to be over the cap anyway, that the opportunity cost of extending a guy is actually a lot lower because you're not going to have cap space anyway. So having the higher amount or the higher dollar value on your books doesn't really impact your flexibility or your options that much. I actually think that the opposite is true, but in like the same way for the Atlanta Hawks where they're just so flush with cash and so like flush with cap space that the opportunity cost of extending John Collins really isn't that high because they will have so much cap space regardless of what they do where I kind of pause is at like the actual dollar amount amount in terms of just john collins as a player and getting decent value on that particular player because if john collins really sticks to his gun and demands that max extension that's going to be in the 27 million dollar range which is just absolutely
0: like to me destroys your chances of really signing anyone else Well, for the Hawks, it doesn't really just because of- Wait, did you say they have like, they have 40 plus million, huh?
1: Yeah, well- I guess not. That's this year. And if we're talking about cap space as it relates to John Collins' extension, we're more thinking about their room in 2021. Mm. Trey Young's next contract hasn't kicked in. So 2021 will be, a presumably, will be a um, year where they, again, have um, a lot of money. I just think I could not justify giving Collins an axe extension. Like, 27 mil, that's way too much. I would give him probably between 15 and 19 mil a year. And even
0: that, I'd be scared. Here's the thing, bro. He was using freaking drugs. He only played, like, 40 games. The stats were nice. But he was using performance enhancers, and he only played 40 games.
1: Well, the extension actually came at the beginning of the season. So, he was clean for the 40 games
0: he did play. So... Oh, that changes anything. Wait. So he got popped before and then he came back and was strong.
1: Yeah, I think he probably played like three or four games, got suspended and then came back. Oh, they caught him, bro.
0: Come on, bro. They hit him with the test. He should have
1: dialed it back a little bit. You feel me? Who's his doctor?
0: Like, or is he taking this stuff under the table? I I got a doctor hooking him up, bro. What? There's no way he's got a doctor hooking him up. I mean, I I think so, probably. For real, yeah, bro? He's just like, me? yeah, bro.
1: I caught I
0: mean, you. Well, because you know how they do the little dosing and stuff, and if they do it the right way, and if they sweat it out enough, or if they like, you know what I'm talking about, Jonah?
1: No, I've never done drugs before, so.
0: <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. They have like a whole process to it. So isn't that kind of sketchy though like doctors are doing that maybe I mean it's there's no point now testing's too crazy yeah bro Danny green gets a putback back deck and gets drug tested bro is is marijuana legal in the NBA uh
1: it is now but that's one of the big things that's gonna be renegotiated when they do the next
0: CBA yeah that that just needs to be destroyed like it's it's useless there's no point of making yeah, bro everybody Am I?
1: I i actually think that's a big thing for me is i think they should make it allowed for NBA players i think it'll increase like the quality of basketball if players
0: are Dude, allowed. if they can just freaking blaze out bro damn my man Dion waiters locked up for way too long bro
1: well mainly because i think like isn't marijuana supposed to help with like pain and stuff like that?
0: Oh, that's and, facts, bro. And recovery, And recovery. So they I never, won't even know they're injured. Well, wasn't Deion Waiters? <laughs> Deion Waiters was like eating edibles on the plane or something, like That right? Yeah. And then he got freaking suspended. Yeah, yeah so lame. And the that's UFC geez, fighters, they man. get the, their they get their shit rocked, and they they get popped if they can't smoke weed. It is so dumb. Yeah. yeah bro.
1: So anyway, the John Collins thing, I would. I would sign him for an extension if it was good team value. So that would be like between 15
0: and 18 yeah, million would, a year. I can't do the max for him, bro.
1: Yeah. If John Collins isn't willing to come off his ledge at all, I would just wait it out and see how he fits with the rest of my team. See how he fits with Clint Capella yeah. and then make an informed decision in free agency where you still have team control on him. So it's not like, it's not that big of a deal to wait so yeah. I forgot I did have one more thing to hit on before we move on to the New Orleans pelicans I still have one more Hawks point to bring up and that's trades a lot a lot of people have been like reporting about the Hawks wanting to sign a um like a a uh, like a veteran player to help them chase the eighth seed this year and I think that's sort of makes sense in theory. Like I do think like, I do think it's time for this Hawks team to be competitive. I think they're good enough to make the eight seed. The one thing I wouldn't advise is trading a guy into cap space just because the opportunity cost of trading a guy into cap space, I just think is too high because I do think there are some free agents that can help the Hawks, especially on the margins this year. A few of the guys who I brought up, I think, Are guys who are worth looking at. So if I were at Atlanta, I would really wait till the trade deadline to make any major moves. And that's mainly because, like, you don't really know what this year is going to be. Like, sure, you hope you're ready to make that next leap into competitiveness and chase the eight seed and make the playoffs. But if it, if like the trade deadline rolls around and that's not the case and it's going to be, like one more year before you're ready to make that step as an organization. Like it's just better to remain flexible. I think it's, I think for the trade deadline, if they want to make any blockbuster moves.
0: I'm not with the veteran idea for the Hawks personally. I think that you, you sign another solid player with some years left in him. I think they can make the eighth seed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think it's worth bringing in a veteran. I agree. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So, with that, are you guys ready to move on? To the Um,
0: Zeon Williamson Warriors. Yep. I
1: think two states west and hit the New Orleans Pelicans. Right? Isn't that two states over? It goes Mm -hmm. Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Hmm. yeah, yeah, yes, sir. I don't know. Blue state, red state, red state. Yeah. That's facts. Okay. So... (laughs) American states under Joe Biden Yeah facts
1: So for the New Orleans (laughs) Pelicans I think it's important Just to look at the context Of where this team's at In terms of Wait,
0: Hold on hold on my bad bro hang on I have to um, Okay never mind you can't raise your hand on here But do you know Jonah Where are the games being played this year
1: they haven't decided yet. Oh, Man, I think it's gonna be like the NFL did it, where they're just gonna have it at the home markets with no fans.
0: Yeah, because there's no, they can't freaking lock thirty teams up in a bubble for a season, yeah, bro. Didn't say not didn't... Do the bubble.
1: They might do the bubble for the playoffs again, but there's no way they do the bubble for the entire regular no, season. That's,
0: that's impossible, Jonah. What's the numbers for the revenue they lost? I think it's like fifteen billion or what? Oh. Yeah that's insanity dude and it's not really going to get any better well everything's it actually i think it's, actually getting worse i think worse,
1: it's 1.5 billion not 15 it's 1.5 but still <laughs> that's a lot that's a small difference so.
0: just a little bit no that's over. a crazy amount of money though bro buy jerseys everybody yeah true <laughs> they're going to have to do something i don't know what what are ways that they can I mean, do, do the people, do they pay tickets to have, like, the video monitor? Like, when they were in the bubble, did people pay to be on that? Or is that just, like, luck of the draw?
1: Uh, it wasn't luck of the draw. They would give it to, like, season ticket holders. And people got it. Be- That's yeah. cool. Yeah, so I guess to start out with the Pelicans, I just kind of wanted to ask you guys, like, where do you see the New Orleans Pelicans in terms of their title window? When do you think they should be trying to be as good as they can?
0: Now. I think they, they're pretty decent now. How'd I get muted, bro? Am I spitting facts? Can't even hear me. Wait, <laughs> could you hear me? No. Okay. The Pelicans are not going to win a title. But if they wanted to try to win a title, it should be about how old is 20. I think.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> how old is like, uh, Brandon Ingram's like 23. Yeah. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna start calling him Zion. Lonzo's
1: Lonzo's still like 22 oh, or 23. Lonzo. Wait, okay, Lonzo's how old? Like 22 or 23.
0: Well, That's, to be frank, I bet Drew Holiday is gonna be up out of there. I don't think he's a part of their like little.
1: Track we're we're, we're gonna get to Drew Holiday. Okay. Dude.
0: Well, I think that they should be looking to make a punch at it. They got that one dude. Who's that one guy? Who's like tall and he like wears like short Jackson shorts. Jackson Hayes. Yeah, that's the one. I don't like that guy, but they got him too. So I feel like, honestly, like six to eight years from now, it's going to be like six oh. to eight.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: wow. Yeah, bro. I mean, hey, hey is are, are all the holiday brothers in the NBA right now? Mm-hmm. Where's Do Aaron play Pacers, bro? Let's be real. They're going to have to wait it out because I don't know if Zion's going to be the same player in six years, dude. Dude, here's the deal, bro. The West has both LA teams, Denver, Portland, and Dallas. Portland? You're scared of the Blazers? The Blazers? Yes. The Portland Trail I'm, It's weird you didn't even say the Warriors. Well, because I was just talking about players who I think are a threat to make a playoff run. You mean teams that are a threat? Yeah, teams. Mm, I'm, I'm thinking the Warriors are more of a threat than the Blazers. The Anyways, West? they're gonna have to wait it out. They're gonna have to get through the freaking Luka Dynasty. Like, they're gonna have to <laughs> <laughs> you at me like I'm capping, bro. No, bro, I'm spitting facts. <laughs> the Luca dynasty. Yes, bro. Me and me and Jonah were talking about this. They're gonna send Rudy Gobert. Yeah, and then- the
1: Mavericks are gonna the Mavericks are, are gonna be a dynasty.
0: Yeah. They're gonna win a chip. No doubt about it. And the problem is, there's not really room for neurons, so they're gonna have to wait it out. They're gonna have to preserve Zion's, Zion's gonna hobble his way to a championship. I think. so. That, I think Zion. I think the Pelicans. Let me think here. I don't think the Pelicans are gonna make the playoffs this year, bro. It's not happening.
1: The dark truth about the New Orleans Pelicans is, I think their ceiling and their championship is the equity lies in zion williamson like bro. i think in order for this pelicans team to win a championship zion williamson is gonna have to become the player people thought he was If someone
0: if someone said bad. that about my team bro i would cry bro that's horrible what? do you really i don't know if zion is can carry yeah that's what i'm trying to say he's not that good <laughs> No, he definitely is really good. But he's not that good, bro. He's not LeBron. He's not LeBron good. People try to say he's next LeBron. He's not LeBron. I mean, he also is our age. So, I mean... And LeBron? Just, LeBron was way better than Zion is at this age. Yeah.
1: And just to, like, finish my thought from before, I think if the, <laughs> if the championship <laughs> equity lies on Zion Williamson, <laughs> and I think a lot of Zion Williamson's game... <laughs> And what will lead him to becoming a player who could potentially be the best guy on a team that went to the conference finals or NBA finals is his athleticism, which is decreasing by the minute. Wait, and who? Zion. Zion.
0: <laughs> athleticism isn't enough. And he can't stay healthy. Okay, yeah, change my mind. He can't he has stay to on his whole entire, like, biomechanical functions in order to... Yeah, I changed my season. mind. If they wanted to try to be good, they need to make some changes and add some older good players and make it happen in like three to four years from now.
1: Yeah, and Zion he can't 10. stay in good shape. I think we're looking at the prime of Zion Williamson in the next three years, including this year. I think what a sad NBA player, bro. Well, I think I think is I think he's gonna be very good for the next like <laughs> up to five years. I just think Zion is a star that's gonna burn like hot and fast, and I think the Pelicans have to like be prepared to capitalize on that. And I think they are. I think obviously when they hired Jeff Van Gundy, that's sort of like a signal that they want to compete right away. You don't really hire Jeff Van Gundy if you're planning on tanking or you're planning on rebuilding. Or not Jeff Van Gundy, Stan Van Gundy, sorry. You don't hire Stan Van Gundy.
0: Isn't Jeff go- the announcer?
1: Yeah, and Stan wasn't an announcer. <laughs> both were announcers. But I definitely don't think Stan is a guy you hire if you're like just trying to develop young talent and not really do anything important.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Are they related
0: Pelicans are making the playoffs this year, guys. Jonah, are they related?
1: The Van Gundy brothers. Yeah. Yep.
0: So, well, you could have just said yes. Saying the Van Gundy brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Get sauced. Let's go, Jonah. Let's go. That's a W for you, bro.
1: Yeah. So, the Pelicans, anyway, have a few interesting decisions that they're facing this offseason. The first is the reporting that they're listening to offers on Drew Holiday. And apparently... They should be. Over 10 NBA teams have already contacted the Pels with interest. They should uh, be. Drew Holiday is shaping up to be one of the hottest commodities on the trade market.
0: And he should be. Who's number Juan on like the list of maybe getting him? And what would they get him for? So there are,
1: at the moment... I think six teams that have been more or seven teams. There are seven teams that have been more heavily reported than others to get him.
0: Yeah. Calum. I just looked it up. They some, drew holiday to Phoenix for Devin Booker. Yeah, there's no way. That's such I bad cab, bro. Yeah.
1: Where was that? That must've been bleacher report, huh?
0: I don't know what it was. It was just Bleacher report Shoddy dude yeah that yeah that would be the stupidest thing ever actually is bleach report on some bs yeah Bleacher i think it's report. called oh what is it i didn't pelican, know that. pelican debrief so oh you know what you need to be biased. looking for okay so what you need to be looking for is if you can find a way wait a, oh sorry to see what posts like players like brandon ingram zeon williamson Zion Bonza, <laughs> see what kind of posts they're liking and like Trade suggestions are liking that'll give you a good idea of what's actually likely.
1: Kalen is Pelican debrief part of fan sided. Those guys are hacks. But anyway, the main teams who I kind of came up with. For what drawing, does that mean? What? No, are they just due for clickbait? Yeah, they're amateurs. But
0: dude, we should do clickbait stuff.
1: No, we're way above that. But
0: oh, okay, I see.
1: There do are a few things you're kind of not. stuck out as. Like teams who have been rumored even more to get Drew Holiday. And that's I think the Heat, Nets, the Nuggets, Warriors, Lakers, Clippers, and the Knicks.
0: I don't want to sound like an idiot here, but like do the can the Warriors like afford to sign him?
1: Oh uh, well that's he's he's not a free agent. He'd be somebody they traded for.
0: So oh. There'd likely be a deal where you combine like maybe Steph Curry and or like a Clay Thompson. Yeah. Who would they give up? Like Andrew? Well, actually, I just yeah, told you. Wiggins. I so would. That's,
1: <laughs> where I think it, that's where I think it falls apart for the Warriors is I don't really think the Pels are going to want to have anything to do with Andrew Wiggins.
0: Why? Because, because the only team he might be good on is the Warriors, frankly.
1: And the Warriors are the only team in the in Well, one of the only teams who doesn't care at all about his contract.
0: What's his contract like?
1: It's like four years making like twenty seven mil a year. Let let me look at up. But it's it's that's a
0: so much money. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. When you're trading someone, you take on that person's contract. So like still, yeah, you know. But I mean, Holiday's contract is it not that big?
1: No, his he's making twenty five mil a year and he's expiring. I just don't think, I just don't think from the, uh, from the Pels standpoint, I don't think the Pels do this. I don't think they want to commit themselves to like three years of Andrew Wiggins at 30 mil a year. I just, especially when they're a team who could potentially be attractive in 2021 to free agents. I don't really think they want to tie up cap space with Wiggins, even if it means getting two really good picks.
0: who do the Pels even want for that though? So we'll get we'll get to their team
1: needs when we talk about yeah. Just creating. slow down. But I definitely think the number one um, need has to be a front court partner for Zion Williamson because I think Zion presents a very specific set of challenges when you're building a team around him because of his limited um, skill set on both offense and defense. Like on offense, he's not a shooter, so he's got to play inside as sort of the pick and roll. Screener in the offense, and that's fine. Like if Zion's your pick and roll screener, that's awesome because he's probably one of the best at that in the entire NBA. But that means you have to have a center alongside him who can shoot, and he's a, was a terrible rim protector when New Orleans put him at center, so he has to play power forward on defense. So you need a center who can block shots and be a good paint presence on defense, but also space to the floor and hit threes. On offense, and that's like a very specific skill set, and that's got to be the number one thing the Pelicans are looking for right now.
0: So, just somebody to X. compliment Zion or Zeon, exactly, however you want to say it, man. Is that just how it rolls off the tongue for you? Or you say it on purpose. I say like that because freaking Fly React says that. Who's that? You don't know who Fly reacts says, do you, Jonah?
1: Uh, he's a YouTuber yeah but i i've never watched his stuff is he good
0: <laughs> he's just he just bs's and yeah. people just get triggered it's funny though yeah.
1: <laughs> so out of those seven teams i brought up for the pelicans i think three of them have a realistic shot the- okay
0: you said hold on you said denver both la teams miami brooklyn and then like the warriors and someone else right Yeah, the The Suns. Don't say the Warriors like that. And like the Warriors. Well, no, because he's not going to go there, bro. I'm just kidding. Just like put some respect on their name, dude. The
1: three teams where I think we could see Drew Holiday end up, besides New Orleans, is Miami, Brooklyn,
0: Denver, Miami. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Miami got him. What would they give up? So
1: Miami would have to give up. Kelly Olenek, Andrea Godala, and Tyler Hero, most likely. That's a good oh, deal.
0: Mm, but Tyler Hero, that's a sting. Tyler Hero, bro. He's the culture. He's but Miami can culture. But kind of I as a Pelican though, Miami Vice. Co- no, dude. Tyler Hero is Miami, bro. Anyways. Tyler Hero. So are we talking like, are most teams you think run and drew at the two? Or he's, I, he's like a combo guard. So you yeah, think it just I, depends on the team?
1: Yeah, but I definitely would feel most comfortable with Drew at the two.
0: Dude, I think he could be nasty in Brooklyn.
1: Brooklyn, yeah, that's that's kind of what I thought too. I I think Kyrie. I could see it. I think that automatically like that's top tier title contention. So the offer I came up with would be Karis Levert and Torian Prince, and I actually think Karis Levert is a guy who the Pelicans would love that. I really I think that's a win him. for
0: both teams, bro. Karras is a stud, dude.
1: But I actually upped the ante on this one a little bit and came up with a three-team trade that I think hey. makes a lot of sense for all three teams. So it's that Pelicans-Nets trade, and you add in the Bulls as a third team. Zach? Zach? No, no Zach in this one. But um, what the Pelicans are getting is Jared Allen, Garrett Temple, Karis Levert. The Nets are getting Thaddeus Young and Drew Holiday. And the Bulls are getting Torian Prince.
0: Yeah, bro. That's freaking wins all around.
1: Yeah, Cause cause, Torian
0: Prince good. Uh, Solid. He's better than
1: Chris Dunn and Chandler Hutchinson. He yeah. were the players who started at small forward for most of the year for the Bulls.
0: Dude, I low-key want to see Brooklyn go all the way. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, well, because when they're on, they're going to be such a fun team to watch. Because Kyrie and Katie when they're like, when they're in the zone. Like, there are very few players who are funner to watch than those guys, and that's yeah, that's, that's the cool. reason why I think we all got to root for the Nets to at least stay healthy this year. So the
0: Nets are going nice. to be an issue because KD by himself can basically carry a team. That's what he oh, did he with can the Warriors carry a team, bro. He he was able to make it to the freaking conference finals with the worst player in the NBA on his squad, bro taking away touches and things like that. He's a capable player.
1: And then for the Nuggets trade, they have Gary Harris and Will Barton, who would be the matching salary. They have Michael Porter Jr., who they really seem more attached to Michael Porter Jr. than I would be if I were them. Yeah. Um, I think he's a guy they'd give up in a Drew Holiday trade. Yeah, probably maybe not. they would. Maybe they would think about parting with MPJ if it were Bradley Beal, but I don't think they do it for Drew Holiday. Yeah, the last thing the Nuggets have that is really going to work in their favor is they have all of their picks from now to 2026. So, jeez, they, they can put together a war chest of draft capital, unlike any of the other two previously mentioned teams. Not that it's going to take too many picks, I. I think it's either going to take two first-round picks or one first-round pick and a promising young player.
0: I think it's
1: going to be what it takes to get New Orleans to part with with Drew. Did any of those three offers that I listed stand out to you guys?
0: That three-way is good. Everything bo- I do, I do it three ways. The Bulls probably would get the short end of the stick though, because they're only getting Torian Prince, right?
1: Yeah, but they're only giving up Thaddeus Young. So. Yeah,
0: bro, that's a win, bro.
1: And that was awful for him last year, so I think I think the Bulls would do that in a heartbeat. The one I'd worry about is the Nets because they're giving up Jared Allen and Kyrie LeVert, who are two promising young players. But you're getting Drew Holiday, who automatically gives you a title contender. And you get Thaddeus Young, who would be a major piece of your defense. So I definitely think it makes sense for them too. And Chris that, good. I think it makes sense for the Pels. I actually think that is a trade that would be pretty awesome to see. I hope. I don't, I don't know if that will get you need to be a around.
0: GM. Oh, can you like email them? I should. I should.
1: Yeah, I should get. I should get those teams on the phone.
0: I'll come on their Instagram right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna.
1: <laughs> so the next topic i wanted to hit and i think the most pressing matter for the pelicans in free agency is going to be brandon ingram first time all-star this year he was like you guys were saying their best player and he's a free agent restricted so they can match whatever offer he gets
0: you you think he's their best player
1: well he was this year i think so well, yeah but anyway brandon ingram he should be getting the max the only scenario where he doesn't get the max contract which for him would be 27.5 million the only scenario in which he doesn't end up at that number is if for some reason that would be beyond me what if he like signed that 9.6 million dollar qualifying offer which would make him a pelican for one more year before he hit restricted free agency that's not something i see Brandon ingram doing that would be very ill-advised um I'm one hundred percent sure he'll end up signing a contract for the maximum amount of money. The only question left for me is how many years will that be?
0: When you sign a max, it doesn't have to be for a set amount of time. Hold on. Who does who does the Pelicans get in this trade? With the with Brooklyn and Chicago. Oh, uh, they
1: get Jared Allen, Garrett Temple, and Karis Levert. All right, but are you
0: DMing a GM. I'm just going to comment on New Orleans Pelicans Instagram. Tell them to pass it on. Feel me?
1: Um, And so, anyway, with the Pelicans on this, I think the thought has to be that you probably want to get as much control over Brandon Ingram as possible, which would mean that Brandon Ingram signs with you, not an offer sheet, with the Pelicans for five years at the max. I don't necessarily know how likely that will be, though, because I think especially in this sort of age of player empowerment with guys wanting the most possible control over their futures, I think players will be more inclined to take shorter-term deals, Mm -hmm. which is where we could potentially see Brandon Ingram sign an offer sheet with, like, the Atlanta Hawks with, like, say, three years maybe 4 years with a with a uh, player option for the 4th year. I definitely think that I think it's going to be either it's either going to be Brandon Ingram values security and he signs the 5-year max with New Orleans or he values his own flexibility and he signs a 3 plus 1 offer sheet which New Orleans will inevitably match. But whatever happens I definitely think we're going to see Brandon Ingram lock up some long term money with the Pelicans.
0: Brandon Ingram? Yeah, bro, he's got a he's got to stay in New Orleans, bro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess that brings What's us What's his name?
0: Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram? I'm confused.
1: Yeah, Brandon Ingram.
0: Yeah. In Ingram? <laughs> Anyways,
1: yeah. anyways, so we can
0: agree to disagree on that. Zion, just
1: just like the Atlanta Hawks with John Collins, the Pelicans have another member of the 2017 draft class who will be extension eligible this offseason, and that is Lonzo Ball.
0: Who yeah, I met who I met at H and M unofficially. You kind of disrespected him though, because you're like, I don't know this guy's name yet all right yeah, so, so what's the deal have- with lonzo
1: lonzo recently signed with clutch sports who i don't know if you guys are familiar with that particular agency
0: familiarize me
1: they're basically um they have lebron james they've got anthony davis they've got just a ton of big name superstars okay and also gary trent jr and they're known through Oh,
0: that. another superstar okay
1: They're known for not at all cooperating with teams and just getting their athlete, the biggest payday, like at all costs, no matter what they have to leverage, no matter where their athlete signs. And that's kind of what would lead me to think that maybe Alonzo ball extension doesn't get done this off season. The reason that I would advocate for new Orleans pushing to make a deal happen is because, like I said earlier, I think the upside and the championship equity for this Pelicans team is directly tied into maximizing Zion Williamson's athletic prime, which I think is the next couple of years. And we saw last season that Lonzo Ball had just a remarkable connection with Zion Williamson.
0: Absolutely.
1: Had great chemistry, played amazing together, a crazy status. Those two, their offense was – or their net rating was plus nine when those two were on the floor, and I think it dropped to minus six when Zion was on the court without Lonzo. So, like, those – like, Zion – or Lonzo is important because he can maximize – Zion's skill set. Zion likes to so play fast. Zion
0: isn't Zion without Lonzo. Is what yeah, you're Lon- me.
1: yeah, they play styles that are very compatible. And that's why I think if I were David Griffin, if I were the New Orleans Pelicans, I would definitely push to get a deal done. I sort of, whenever I look at these extensions, I sort of like to look for an analog or a player in recent years who um, has been in a similar situation and what sort of deal did they sign. I think the analog for Lonzo is Dejounte Murray with the Spurs. He signed an extension worth sixty-four million that was paid out over four years. I definitely think that that would be a deal I would be willing to commit to if I were the Pelicans.
0: Like freaky, yeah, out,
1: dude, yeah, all day. Somewhere in the neighborhood of sixty million guaranteed for Lonzo. I think that sounds about right.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of money. Do you guys listen to his music? No, Jonah. You showed me some of it one time.
1: Oh, yeah! I listened to it when it was first came into existence.
0: Yeah, yeah, bro. He's he's got that one song. How's it go? Someone sing it. I know you guys know it. Sing it. Come on, dude. What's that one? We listened to it in the car, bro. What? Yeah, no, for real. What's that one? No, no, but nobody's
1: seeing it. I wouldn't want this podcast to get taken down for copyright reasons. Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: Okay, well, I just got to know what it is, bro. Is it zo 2
1: I think that was the name of his album. But maybe he had a song named that, too. I have no idea.
0: Bro, he's got a song called Get Off.
1: Oh. Might have to. All right, hey, well, why don't we just move on to their (laughs)
0: In this artist career, bro. I'm not feeling that <laughs> Yeah, dude. Um, Dame definitely has the best music.
1: Yeah, we're just gonna like get off the topic of rapping and just move on to some of the things <laughs> that the Pelicans are gonna have this off season. Derek Favors being the most prominent name amongst that. Um
0: very favorable option. <laughs>
1: it's it was funny when I did it, Shannon. <laughs>
0: Wait, did you do it? I didn't hear you.
1: No, I didn't. I was just like, "Let's." Oh, did I steal a joke, man? That's my bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Either way, Derek Favors is a guy who, although like everybody else on this New Orleans team, he was terrible in Orlando. I think he had a, I think he had a solid season. Great rebounder. Probably one of the best centers in the NBA in terms of like just finishing around the rim, getting offensive rebounds, sticking them back at.
0: Yeah, it. yeah, yeah.
1: Uh good rim protector. Their defense was just so much better when Derek Favors was on the floor. I think a one-year deal would make a lot of sense, preserve that 2021 cap space, but just kind of bring oh, the band nice. back together and see how well they could play. So yeah. I think one year, 13, 14 million for Derek Favors, that's something I would do. The next free agent they have is somebody who I would probably let go, Etwan Moore.
0: Oh, dude, that guy is such a – how is he still in the league, dude? I hate when I see him playing. Dude, I don't know how he's still in the league, bro. I swear he's so bad. Am I wrong?
1: Yeah, he has his moments, but he hasn't been the best recently. I
0: swear he's so bad, dude. Like, And it's the worst when he scores on – like the team, like the Blazers, for example. Like, well, I'm like, a, dude, that's
1: Etwan Moore, bro. got a great game against the Blazers.
0: Okay, that's probably why I'm super salty, because I don't get it. I just don't like him, bro. <laughs> uh, the
1: next few guys are guys who are going to be making near the minimum. Jalil Okafor. I just think he has no future on the Pelicans.
0: <laughs> yeah. I that's I a think- sad, sad, sad story.
1: I think some team will probably sign him to be sort of like a fifth big, like break glass in case of emergency kind of guy. <laughs> but I don't really think that'll be the Pelicans. The next guy is a guy who I actually think makes sense on New Orleans as sort of a fifth guard, Frank Jackson. They didn't actually play him as much as I wish they did. He's a terrific athlete. He can hit shots. He's engaged, high motor, definitely raw. Can, doesn't really possess many of the traditional point guard skills in terms of reading the floor or running the offense or playmaking. But I definitely think I'd take a gamble on him for a couple more years. Another guy, similarly, super low cap hold, super low qualifying offer. Might as well toss it out and see what happens. That's Kenrich Williams. Kenrich Williams is a guy, I think, who does not really have any sort of a game on offense. He had an 8.9 usage rate, which is just comically low. Like this guy did not shoot whatsoever, but he's a smart player. He He actually is a pretty good passer for a forward and he plays solid defense, even though he's kind of lacking in the athleticism department. I definitely think he's a guy I'd look to bring back if I were David Griffin. Like I said, just such a low qualifying offer. Let me see what it, what it is yes qualifying offers worth 1.8 mil so for that amount you might as well just roll the dice and see if he improves
0: what about josh hart
1: yeah he's another guy who's going to be i think extension eligible this off season. yeah he's going to hit respect. you like him yeah i like him a lot i think he's underrated i don't really think they'll come to terms with a deal but um yeah i mean like I don't, I don't think that he's gonna sign an extension with
0: New Orleans. Oh, like he'll he's
1: gonna move on? No, I don't necessarily think he's he's not gonna move on. I just don't really think they'll extend him. Usually, those lower level players don't get extensions.
0: What? Do you, so what's his future?
1: He's gonna hit restricted free agency, and they're probably gonna sign him next off season.
0: Oh, like he doesn't have a choice?
1: No, because when you're a restricted free agent, your team still has control over you.
0: Oh, I'm really gonna locked up.
1: because when when you're an unrestricted free agent, any team in the NBA can offer you a contract and you can sign with anyone. When you're a unrestricted, oh, yeah, when you're a restricted free agent, the team you're on can throw you a contract, but all twenty nine other teams have to give you an offer sheet, and an offer sheet can be matched by your own okay, team. so no matter no matter what your team can bring you back except when and uh except when you like start to get into some specific exception exceptions and like the Gilbert Arenas provision that's when it starts to be a bit of a
0: Gilbert Arenas is a buggy what dude yeah I mean and he's a legend bro. I've watched so many podcasts of his
1: I won't go into the Gilbert Arenas provision right now just because it's a little complicated but that kind of makes things a little more dicey for second round draft picks and guys who aren't on a traditional rookie scale contract? Or should I go into it? No, I won't. No. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. Um,
0: Dude, I lucky do.
1: Okay. Go into it. Okay, so basically, with the regular... Because restric-
0: wait, he made like... I know he finessed the league. I know that much. Yeah.
1: With the regular restricted free agent, it's usually a guy who's just finished his rookie scale contract. So he's played... Four years with the team he's on, and when you've played three years under one contract, you're qualified for something called the uh, Larry Bird provision, which basically allows the team who you're on to sign you to a max contract. But then Gilbert Arenas, who I think had been on his team, I think it was the Warriors for two years, they didn't have Bird rights on him. They they only had early bird rights so they couldn't offer him a max contract they could only offer him 120 of the average nba salary so
0: right so that's because he was only on that team for two years yeah yeah so how come he was allowed to how come he was available after two years
1: well because he wasn't a first round pick so he wasn't signed to a rookie scale contract. He was like a second round pick. Right. When you're a second round pick, the team who drafted you can sign you to basically any contract they want, which is basically always some sort of variation on the minimum or a two-way contract. Okay. Second round picks aren't really worth that much. But anyway, the Gilbert arena's provision came. So um, into existence to basically allow teams to re-sign their restricted free agents no matter what, even if they don't have full bird rights. And basically what it means is if you're making an offer sheet to a guy who's only been in the league for two years, you can only make it at 120% of the average player salary because um, because that has because like it has to be something that the original team can match.
0: So what happened with Gilbert Arenas in Washington? Do you know, well, I
1: think Washington might have been the team that was able to get him away from Golden State because they signed him to an offer sheet that Golden State had no way of matching.
0: Okay, okay never mind. That's unrelated. I see.
1: Oh, were you talking about the gun incident?
0: Oh no. Well, is that why he didn't end up? Because I'm. He got paid. Didn't he get paid like sixty million and only play like two games or something like that?
1: Oh, I don't. I'm. I'm not sure about that
0: that's what I was talking about. He finessed the league, but maybe that was because of the gun incident.
1: It could have been, I don't know that was kind of before my time as an NBA fan. I just (laughs) know it because of the provision, but anyway, (laughs) what the provision allows for is a huge increase after the first year of the contract. So basically after he, after a guy who signs an uh, offer sheet under the Gilbert arenas extension, the first year has to be at 120% of the league average salary, but the second year of the contract can kick up to what his maximum would have been. So say the first year for like $11 million and then the second year for $20 million. You know what I mean? Cause after that third year, then he would be eligible to make the max. Yeah. But that triggers a separate clause in the collective bargaining agreement which is um, known as the poison pill provision, which basically makes it is a functional no trade clause because outgoing salary counts differently than incoming salary, which is why it's it it's pretty much unheard of to see a guy sign for like a Gilbert Arenas extension or sign a contract under the Gilbert Arenas provision. But yeah, that wasn't very interesting podcast content. So we can move on to...
0: Some I, was, I was interested in some...
1: I don't really think our audience is interested in like the legal contract. Yeah, I think
0: it's interesting. Yeah. So anyway, we can. Bro, finish. Jonah, you blow my mind. Like I, sometimes I just look at you talking and the way you light up when you're talking about this stuff, just like you need to do something in this, man. No. Like, I don't, again, just like there's, I guarantee you, there's so many NBA fans that whatever you just said just went right over their head.
1: Yeah, I don't think I could ever work for an NBA team. I I would it would like take the fun out of it. I feel Bro, like
0: you know what I watched oh, the other that day sucks. is like I watched Moneyball, and I remember you saying like that's that's such a good movie. Like it's so good, and it, I don't know. I just like I thought of you when I was watching it because you're just so, like oh, so analytical when it comes to NBA and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, Joe, Channon, do you have any like? What's your favorite sports movie? Like Mike. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, That's definitely a good one. Oh, I don't really, I've never, I haven't watched many at all. I've only seen like like Mike and Space Jam. I've never seen Space Jam. Oh, dude, I used to watch it. What the freak, dude? I literally used to watch it like twice a day. I would come they home from basketball. I would come home from basketball practice. Yeah, this is when I was in like the eighth grade. And I was just watch it twice in a row, like every day. I don't know why. Yeah, that was weird. Middle schoolers are weird. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was tripping. Yeah. I, remember, I watched like It Man with Justin and stuff. Like, I'm that, ready for Space Jam too with the real goat. You feel me? When does that come out? I don't know. Is James that... in that. James in that. You weren't talking about LeBron
1: James for you when you said, I thought you were talking about Damian Lillard.
0: Yeah, same. Uh, I said the real goat.
1: Yeah, isn't that Dame?
0: Is Dame going to be in Space Jam too? Yeah, well, that isn't... answers our question. Wow. Then yes. <laughs> All right. So was anyway. genuinely disappointed in you after that. Oh, dude, LeBron's better than Michael Jordan. Anyway,
1: with that, <laughs> we'll, we'll just wrap up this podcast with a few free agent targets that I thought made a lot of sense for new orleans i know it's it's been probably about an hour ago when i described the ideal center to appear next to zion williamson but i do it's think a hour. couple of those guys exist on the market one of which will be out of the pelicans price range and that's christian wood also the pelicans cut christian wood so there might christian be
0: christian wood guys.
1: i don't really what think the christian freak
0: would. is that He's on you play the for? oh that's right okay, okay 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 so
1: christian would actually be a great fit on this team i think yeah. i don't think there's any way it happens so we'll just move on from that two guys who i think could stretch the pelicans budget but maybe there's a chance are the two raptor centers serge Ibaka. i think would just be a tremendous fit next to zion williamson
0: oh that would be
1: dope and mark gasol i think that makes a lot of sense as well
0: yeah that's true facts 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 pascal yes he's a toronto raptors player also is he their center? No, he's, there. he's a forward, right? Yeah, he's a small forward. Or wait, he's power forward, isn't
1: he? Uh, yeah, power forward. I forgot to mention about um, <laughs> the Raptors, or not the Raptors, the Pelicans, <laughs> the Pelicans cap situation. They're going to have the full mid-level exception to work with. There's a little bit of finagling with the cap that they'll have to do in order to access that money. Basically, right now, um, They have $3 million of cap space, which won't do. So they will have to retain Derek Favors' cap hold and then either sign him to a smaller contract or work out a deal with Brandon Ingram in the first couple weeks or first couple hours of free agency. And then once that's happened, they can renounce their rights on Derek favors or keep them and sign them to a smaller contract. Still, they just have to keep some sort of money on the books in order to stay over the cap. And then therefore function as a $10 million MLE team instead of a $4 million MLE team. But that'll be pretty easy. That's not something I would worry about if I were a Pelicans fan.
0: I know it sounds kind of like cliche and stuff, but if, if I if I was like an NBA superstar, I would literally take like the most outrageous pay cuts just to be on like the best teams. Because you're still making good money anyway. I wouldn't.
1: Yeah, I mean, you bandwagon as a fan, so why not as a player too? But- I would chase the bag. <laughs> I would 100% bandwagon. chase the bag. No, I'm just joking. But
0: No, I would chase the bag, dude. I would way rather play for the Knicks and make like $40 million a year than... Play for the freaking Lakers and make I play for the Warriors and minute. take... Because, like, it's so hilarious. People are, taking a pay cut and you're only making $3 million a year. It's like, you're going to be all right. People
1: screw I that. like people don't really realize that $3 million a year is basically nothing when your working lifespan lasts till like, you're 35.
0: Yeah, facts, bro. No, and but, also, like, the you lifestyle the, you come live, Come on, bro. Jonah. Come on, yeah. Jonah. You know the opportunities that come with... Like, you put... On your resume, post NBA basketball player, like come nah, on, bro, dude. come nah, on. bro. It's not like that for come on. Long. Job at night go instantly. Broke? So many NBA players go broke, bro. Yeah, I f- because they I, don't spend their money, right?
1: Yeah, I, I feel like once you're out of the NBA, you're just like some guy without a
0: you're not no 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 it's facts it's fact that is factual here's the thing bro it's expensive to be an nba player bro you think oh you're on the road so you're not not spending money yes you are bro you gotta like you're spending money bro and you gotta look the part bro there's this pressure to have this stuff bro like three million isn't gonna cut it bro and
1: then uh, like there's a reason i feel like most ex-nba players like own a car dealership or own like fast food franchises like they, like they, sort of invest their money in businesses, but like not stuff where they have to like be super hands on. Anyway, I feel like.
0: See so what you're telling me is you'd go for the max amount. I I would, dude. I'm chasing the bag. Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like if you if you use it right and you have a long career, well, if you it adds up. If I'm coming off a contract where I like, had the bag. Then I'd be down to ch- take a pay cut and experience winning a championship. You feel me? But yeah, if I'm like, yeah, bro, like I need to make the money while I can. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Facts. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess it all just depends because literally it all takes is one game and you could be done forever. <laughs> it's scary.
1: So. Speaking of done forever, <laughs> I don't necessarily know if Derek favors is going to be done forever <laughs> <laughs> as a Pelican. He's a guy who I think absolutely <laughs> re this year free agency. I just think the, uh, what he added to the Pelicans' defense this year, even though I don't necessarily know if he's the best fit next to Zion on offense, I don't really think you can ignore um, the marginal return to their defense. So I definitely think on a one-year inflated payday, like I talked about, he's a guy who they could look at. Another guy who I think makes – maybe even more sense as Chris, Chris Boucher.
0: Doesn't ring a bell. Boucher. You don't know Chris Boucher. Who's he played for? Oregon. He, played, he was a, he was an Oregon duck. And then he tore his, uh. wait, was it his, um? was it Achilles or ACL? I don't know. The only Oregon just, duck I know. Bolbo. No, you know, Dylan Brooks. Yeah, I know Dylan Brooks.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I guess, Chris Boucher is not a guy who has to what worry about, about
0: oh. after
1: the NBA. Bro, who was uh, oh, Luke King, right? Yep, for the Pistons, two-way mm. player. But anyway, Chris Boucher, I think, has that combination of rim protection, and, um, def- or rim protection and some shooting. My main question is, like, does he have the body to play more than 12 minutes a game? Is the shooting real? Um, I don't – I think – he's definitely a guy who has some very real limitations. So I'd be worried about pairing him as sort of my long-term starter, but as a change of pace guy, if you're a believer in like Jackson Hayes as your starter, and then Chris Boucher as the backup, I don't think that that's the worst scenario in the world. Boucher. One guy who I think is worth a look just because he is one of the NBA's elite floor spacer, well, not elite, but he's, One of the better three point shooters at the center position and a guy who I think could at least help this Pelicans team on offense is Myers Leonard.
0: Oh, freak. Yeah, baby.
1: Yeah. So Myers is a guy here. I'm pretty high on.
0: Please bro. That would be so dope. Bring the hammer to new Orleans, bro. He will embody the culture just like he has every other culture he's been a part of.
1: Yeah. And so I actually think cringe. I actually think he make. I actually think he makes some sense uh, on the Pelicans team. He'd be a guy who I looked at. Wancho Hernan Gomez, restricted free agent. No, I don't really know no. if the Pelicans are going to want to tie up their money in the RFA game. If they did, I think Wancho would be a terrific fit. <laughs> I think defensively, maybe you might run into some issues. Against some of the NBA's stronger centers like Joel Embiid, I think would probably dominate you. Use of Nurkic, you'd have some issues. But against most teams, especially when you get into the playoffs, assuming that's their goal, Wancho and um, Zion Williamson—that's a very switchable yeah. front. When court. you gotta
0: bang around down low against Draymond, it's an issue. Yeah,
1: I think no Wancho, one's banging
0: Draymond, dude. Wancho might be one of the
1: more underrated players or underrated rebounders in the NBA at the power forward position. I. Don't know how gettable he is just from a logistics standpoint, but I think from a basketball standpoint, Loncho Hernan Gomez is a guy who I like for New Orleans. Dario Saric, if the Phoenix Suns decide to use as much cap space as possible and sort of get rid of Baines and Saric. Big man that can shoot. Yeah, I think Saric is a guy who they could pick up. Aaron Baines, I just referenced him. I think he... Is another guy who makes a lot of sense as a backup center in New Orleans. Yeah, Clinton Robinson right. the third. I know I've suggested him for almost every team. I think he makes sense in New Orleans. The last one is a guy who I actually had coming to New Orleans in that three-team trade I referenced earlier. But if the Nets turn down their team option, Garrett Temple is a guy who I'd look at as sort of a veteran leadership three-and-D kind of guy. I think adding depth at the wing has got to be a priority. For every NBA team, but for New Orleans as well, and so I think Garrett Temple would be a guy who I yeah. gave a call,
0: bro. Yeah,
1: and that's the end of the list.
0: I like Dario. Right on, man, bro. If yeah. I was an NBA player, I would have fourteen different signatures. So then, they wouldn't be worth anything. If that I was would, an NBA player, would I would change my name to something crazy. <laughs> I wonder. Ooh, yo, if you, hang on, did. Go ahead, man. You know, it's always gone over my head. How do they determine if like a signature is real or not? Like, how do you get so consistent with the signature that it Dude, just becomes automatic? My signature is different every single time. Well, I guess you do like 500 and that's out. Yeah, I don't know. Um, oh, I want your signature and Jonah's signature because Jonah's going to be a D- GM of the Blazers. That's So no freaking facts, bro. Will you draft me? I
1: would turn it down.
0: No, you wouldn't. Would you up. draft me and then get out of there? Jonah, you would yeah. literally have a field day every single day. You wouldn't leave Moda or wherever you, their buildings are. You'd give me a tryout, sign me <laughs> to like a four-year deal, and then quit. Freak, yeah. Okay, did all you guys all guaranteed see, cash? Did you
1: <laughs> sixty mil guaranteed? You could wear the Blaze costume, Channon. Dude,
0: I would do that for like. I don't wait. Could you imagine if you got to play, like, minutes on the Blazers? That would be wild. I have dreams about it all the time, bro. So, for usually my dreams, like, my shoes are tied together and my hands aren't working and stuff like that. But I've had some or dreams where I like, get in the slam. game and I'm, like, freak out. I remember I had a dream one time. I was playing for the Blazers at Sacramento and I got me a bucket too. <laughs> did you guys see um, the whispers about the beard?
1: Going to the uh, turds? Yeah. About how Philly's interested in him. Yes. Philly? Yeah. I don't. I don't think Houston's ready for that yet. I. I do think they're going to have.
0: Houston won't even be like a franchise if Harden leaves. What do will they think, have left? Do you Besides think Philly would be good with James Harden? Oh yeah. Do you think they'd be better than Brooklyn?
1: Well, are are they giving up Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons in this trade?
0: Benny. Yeah, Benny.
1: Then I think Harden and Joel Embiid, I think that's better
0: than... Really? I
1: think that's better than
0: Brooklyn. I don't buy you, bro. You don't want to know why? Because James Harden and Joel Embiid are losers, not winners.
1: Very, very good point.
0: I don't know, dude. That'd be crazy. Actually, Kyrie and Katie both got a Bambi ship. I don't see one in Joel Embiid. I see tears. That's what I see. Yes, get James Harden out of the West. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Why? Hmm?
1: i do think that houston's
0: gonna it's have one less guy you have to run through
1: come to terms with that at some I point but i don't, don't really think it's him. gonna be this year
0: do me don't worry about him if well, your team if the blazers were done? good they'd know that you have to play the rockets when you get into the playoffs i would way rather play the rockets than like the rockets give the denver. warriors problems like every single year no, they can't they can't close it out I'd, I'd rather play the rockets in denver right now no doubt you with me jonah oh. Freak yeah for sure Freak yeah baby let's jamal, go Jamal. uh jamal well oh, dude he's gonna win not, not jamal Adam, Jamal murray jamal murray's gonna win um mvp this upcoming year
1: that's crazy you would say that okay you know, john it's may not make the playoffs this year <laughs> no,
0: they don't have a head coach who's their head coach
1: uh steven silas oh yeah you're gonna oh that
0: game. is so comedy because it's true dude that would be so funny. When
1: you look at it, the top four for me is pretty set: Lakers, Clippers, Blazers, Warriors. And obviously, free agency and trades can change any of this. But then, wait, and then you've got the wait—I—I I misspoke: Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Mavs. And then you've got Blazers, Warriors as like five and six. And then you've got the Jazz, who I think should yeah. be solid. And then you've got the Rockets, who I think are competing. With Phoenix, New Orleans... Phoenix
0: making the playoffs.
1: ...for that last spot. Yeah, so maybe. I think Houston can make it, but they're going to be on the bubble for sure. That's not, not... Yes,
0: sir. Play. Love to see it, man. Yeah. Love to see it. Okay. Um, Trivia. How much money does Paul George make right now? Wait, is Memphis east or west? Memphis west. is
1: west. Does Paul George yeah. make like... 30 something million like i forgot we were supposed to have the answer
0: does memphis make the playoffs this upcoming year i forgot about memphis um no memphis missed the playoffs they played no 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 no. do they are they gonna make the playoffs like this upcoming season because i know that because i i remember now they were battling with the blazers to get the eighth seed right they're not making it they're not better than phoenix yeah.
1: And I think Phoenix is going to be able to make some big upgrades
0: this off. Season. Yeah. Yeah. Memphis, John Morant sucks. I'm going to, hey, Janet, I'm going to time you right now. Uh, what do you mind being timed about? Um, Wait, one second. Name every, I want to see who does it faster, actually. This is actually hilarious. Name every single, I'll put you on a stopwatch right now. Okay. Name all 30 teams. Three, two, one go blazers warriors Suns, magic wizards both la teams sacramento dude i don't know who i've named knicks um heat uh sixers someone should have kept track nuggets jazz uh i don't know what i said did i say memphis Wait. We let's start over, and then okay, we'll all, I'll, I'll count. Ready? Wait. wait actually, wait, Jonah, you will count? you count? Because you're way better with this.
1: Oh yeah, sure.
0: You'll count, and then Sorry. I'll have Jonah go, and we'll see who gets it faster.
1: Let's count how many teams he's named. Yeah. Okay. Just just count, like
0: yeah. I'll just try to remember if if I say a, a team I've already said, just try to call it out. Okay. If you can remember it. Okay, okay. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Blazers, Nuggets, Jazz, Clippers, Lakers. Warriors, Rockets, Suns, Kings, um, Pelicans, Magic, Heat, uh, Wizards, uh, Sixers, Celtics, Nets, Um, Mavericks. (laughs) How many am I at? Sixteen. What, Jonah? You're so good at keeping stuff in your head. I couldn't do that. Okay. Um, My fingers. (laughs) Are you sure I'm at sixteen, dude? Do you mean twenty-six? No. Okay, Detroit. Just think about it in halves. Cavaliers. Just- I tried that. I tried that. Didn't get very far. So that's 18 though. Um, coming up on a minute 30. Cut me off at three minutes because there's no point in doing this forever. Um Toronto. Freak yeah, baby, Toronto. Um San Antonio. I said the Jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do <laughs> Did you do the New York teams? Yeah, he did the New yeah. York. Teams. Actually, I don't think I said the Knicks. No, you did. Okay. Dude. Uh- I think I might be tapping out at 18, bro. All right. No way I really named 18 NBA teams. I thought you had 20. I think you got
1: five.
0: Okay. I I want to see if Jonah can do it. Dude, who did I forget? I still can't think of them. Did you do Memphis? Yes. I feel like I got most of the West teams. Hang on. Did you do the Bulls? No, I didn't do
1: the Bulls. Give me a shot at it. Yeah,
0: let let Jonah go first. first. I'll keep track. I'll keep track. Are you going to go like... I Jonah's gonna a- imagine just all fifteen west, all fifteen east, and he's gonna be done. That's what I tried five. to do, and then I was like, I'm not thinking of any more west teams. Fuck, I'm going to the east. It kind of the east and west doesn't make sense though, because like Memphis is literally east, and and New Orleans, bro. What? Yeah. All right, ready, Joe? Yeah. Clutch up, baby. Three, two, one, go.
1: Blazers, Jazz, Nuggets, Timberwolves, Thunder. Lakers, Clippers, Kings, Suns, Warriors, Grizzlies, Spurs, Mavericks, Rockets, Pelicans, Bucks, Pacers, Cavaliers, Bulls, Pistons, Raptors, Celtics, 76ers, Knicks, Nets, Hawks, Magic, Heat, Hornets, Wizards.
0: That's it. (laughs) Did you look it up on your screen? No. No damn bro you didn't even pause i don't know how i forgot the freaking thunder bro are you kidding me and then you said another west team that i was like what how did i forget that team that's dude you did that in 23 seconds i didn't say the bucks that could be a world record bro because you can go around and ask people that are a- nba fans and they literally can't even tell you how many team how many dude, i didn't teams even there. say the hawks we talked about the hawks today <laughs> That's yeah, so Jonah, impressive. that was crazy, bro. That was crazy. That is impressive, my guy. Name name five NFL teams, Jan. Chiefs, Seahawks, Broncos, 49ers, Steelers. Nice. Let's go. Yes, Jonah, sir. you can name all 32, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Bills,
1: Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals. Texans, Titans, Colts. Yeah, I can easily name all 32. Yeah, facts.
0: Name all the teams at NFC West.
1: Me or Tannen? You. Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals,
0: 49ers. Fact. AFC West. Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs. <laughs> Savagery. You, there, you'd be surprised how many people don't know. That's beast. AFC North. I just did that one already. No, Braves. AFC
1: North. Yeah, Ravens, Steelers. No,
0: that's AFC West. How are No. Yeah, that's the Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, they, Chargers. You said AFC North. No, I said I said West. Pretty sure I said West. Sorry if I didn't. Okay.
1: Broncos, Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs.
0: Yeah, that's but North though. Yeah, that's
1: the, I already did that one. It's Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals
0: wait i'm tweaking out my bad sorry we did them both okay yeah fuck dude i I was so lost there eh? that tweaked me out okay all right we uh, should
1: probably log off we've been going for like two hours i think <laughs> yeah, i'm I
0: think so cool. i'm so tired all i've been doing is sitting behind my computer doing homework dude, what homework were you doing uh nutrition stuff i w- i just had to um make like calculations of how much like vitamins and minerals oh, let's let out the
1: end part when we were naming like the nba teams and stuff no yeah for sure
0: but Sounds this good. was a
1: good one i think
0: yeah it was awesome thank you guys
1: yeah yes you. sir you guys want to record another nba one
0: later in the week yeah, yeah let me close this out. i was thinking Net's and Knicks. um Net's and Knicks, uh, you have so another song coming out me Yes I, know. yes, I do. As I do, I shot a music video for that ho oh, baby. You shot a music video? It's like it's gonna be lit, bro. i have wait, a friend are you gonna, who, like are you gonna do a, a, a Drop it, it on song, YouTube right? for real. Yeah. Like, always. yeah, I'm gonna put it on YouTube. I don't know okay. when the video is gonna be done. Probably some weeks after the release. But we just were we were doing it to just get some like clips to promote. But he was like, oh, I'm trying to make a music video, and I was like, freaking because hey, that's sick. Because I like subscribed to you on YouTube, but then I'm like, wait, he has like no music videos. Yeah, I don't even like. Why don't you, like, post your music on YouTube? Because it it automatically goes onto, like, this other thing. I need to set up, like, an what? actual YouTube. I don't even have, like, a YouTube setup for myself. Can I FaceTime you, like, later this week so you can help me set up the yeah. ads? For show? Sure. Okay, sick. Awesome. All right, my brothers, my freaking thing's about to die. Here's my nipple. <sighs> um, I can't wait, bro. Um, Bianca is probably going to get me, like, a warrior sweatshirt for christmas so like i'm gonna be repping that every dude, how do you already know bro how do you know she's getting you bro hmm? that's bad cap because she like sent me all these she's like which one do you want i'm like bro just surprise me oh dude that's crazy yeah i i want a Draymond on jersey but because oh, mine yeah. went through the dryer one too many times and it shrunk well in like two years that jersey's not even gonna be relevant anymore always going to be relevant people will be like who's wait what do you guys did he used to play for what, the dude, warriors? Dude, i love how they're gonna those new city uniforms from the uh the warriors yeah we need throwbacks those are sick yes bro the city uniforms are hard and brooklyn's is hard bro that artist is dope he's brooklyn culture bro that lean yeah. biscuit or whatever his name is <laughs> wait they came out with new one yeah brooklyn's they have like there's this art this like brooklyn artist who does like he does art based on like kids art is like his thing. Like it's like showing the beauty and kids art, And so it's like really like stick figure type art. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And like, like, it's, like e. yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Oregon ones are cool too. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Trazer, the blazers are so trash that they won't even like put the actual name on. It's just like Oregon. You know, dude, my, freaking rep Oregon, bro. The Blazers my, are the best team in the league. Jonah, God. do you not like it how it goes down into the shorts with the line? I thought of you when I saw that. Wait, what? Because they look remember when you said that the football uniforms how they look too costumish if like the sides of the jerseys met like,
1: oh, that's that's just for football and basketball. I like it if the stripe.
0: of course, you do. Is it because you like tuck in your jersey and stuff or yeah. something? Yeah. And, You're just so biased, dude. Anything Blazers. Oh, the Blazers. You know, I no, do Jonah like, doesn't really like the Blazers, the Blazers. Blazers jersey.
1: uniform, don't get me wrong. You don't like them? No. What, would you, like what
0: them. would you do to change it?
1: Well, first of all, I'd make it a Blazer color. Then I'd scrap Oregon. And What's make
0: a Blazer color?
1: Black, red, or white. And then I'd get rid of where it said Oregon, and I'd make it say Portland instead. And then I'd get rid of the rainbow whatever it is, the rainbow stripe on the side. Oh,
0: you mean you're not down with the new city uniforms? I feel like yeah. you're just describing, like, our home jerseys. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. And then, like, all yeah. the stripes. I thought you meant you didn't like the Blazers uniforms they have in general right all now. The,
1: no, the, the Blazers have some of the best uniforms in the NBA.
0: Yeah. Now, dude, I think the city ones are dope, but I think it would have been dope if they played more to, like, like green. Like, because that's like such an Oregon color to me.
1: I thought it was awesome to like use the use like the writing and the font from that sign. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a great idea. It would have been cool if they had included the. It would have been sick if it said Portland, Oregon on it. That would have been dope. Yeah, yeah that would have been really
0: cool. I chipped my tooth today. You see it on what? I was hooping, bro. This guy freaking. I was because <laughs> I have these friends who work at the Boys and Girls Club, and I was playing with them. This guy was trying to guard me, bro. He's getting all mad because I you didn't You can lose. play at the Boys and Girls Club? Well, they work there. So uh, they let me in. I wait, was giving them dudes buckets. This guy's getting mad. It's like, yeah, I don't even
1: know. And like, you can play actual basketball there, like 1v1 or 2v2.
0: Yeah, I was. we were playing 2v2, yeah. Can you hook play. it up
1: sometime? What? Can you hook it up?
0: Can no, you... <laughs> dude, I don't... <laughs> I don't know, I just have like three friends who work there. Because we me and Jonah have gone to we've struck out at G three the last couple times no, there's
1: there's no place in the mid Willamette Valley that lets
0: you play real. Basketball. And also but they'll Dude. let three hundred girls and parents watch their girls play volleyball. Dude, they've got hoops back up at the parks, bro. Yeah, but it's gonna you know, rain. Ah shit. It's literally winter time. And that's tough. <laughs> it's all about so. the connections, you know. <laughs> For what
1: day do you want to record UFC on? Come on,
0: Um I'm thinking Wednesday.
1: And then NFL on either Thursday or Friday.
0: Mm-hmm. I can, dude, I can't wait to get my new freaking interface because and then – What would you get? Um, I th- It was the – it's the Scarlet one. The one I yeah, – yeah, bro. But it's the 2i2, it's the two two, so yeah. I'll yeah, have. that's what I have. Let's go. Do you guys want
1: to record NBA on Monday or Tuesday? Um, Tuesday. Tuesday? Does yeah, that
0: work for
1: you, Tannon?
0: I think so. Nets and Knicks? I th- think so. Right, yeah, well. you should start doing it by state. Oh, I think yeah. that'd be kind of fun. Well, not... I mean, yeah, you do like, I mean, Hawaii. no, it doesn't... Well, matter. no, we already did, like, LA. Yeah. Like, the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Do you guys oh, but You, you want to redo the Timberwolves <laughs> and stuff since that never happened?
1: Yeah, yeah. probably, Okay, because I don't know why that never sent to Austin. Plus, I didn't, I didn't like it. We've. I've kind of refined my approach to these. I was still kind of raw when we did the Timberwolves one, and it didn't turn out as good.
0: You were raw? Big Bona Jonah?
1: Yeah, like I, I never quite, I didn't I didn't spend as much time on some certain topics as I wanted to, so mm-hmm.
0: we can redo that one. Shh, dude, this I can't be believe die. Alonzo has a song called Get Off. I know, bro. That's a major pause, bro. How do you make that? Um, Not feeling that. No.
1: All right. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Yeah, I, all right, my
0: brothers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> my brothers. So.